Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to episode 66 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host as always, Nate Wolf. It is great to be back on another Friday evening uh, here in sunny Portland, Oregon, and joined by two of my favorite people. Hydralisk, how are you doing tonight? I am doing amazing. We've got an awesome guest tonight. Uh also nice and sunny it's beautiful outside and i'm stoked let's do this man nice and Ele- electric sheep city uh formerly episode two as a as a permanent co-host of the show welcome back it's great to see you again and how you doing tonight meowdy friends yeah i'm doing pretty great here in the city of electric sheep comma space texas that <laughs> 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 is also way too too bright and humid but it's friday hanging out with some friends Got got a an awesome friend as a guest today. Like, ah, oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. That's the best part of I. What I look forward to every week in the show is it's not so much even Hearthstone in general. It's hanging out with friends. Really, is is like that's that's what I enjoy the most. So, anyways, uh, Sheep, if you would please do us the honors. We've got a very special guest joining us tonight, and would love if you could do uh, a brief intro. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, we've got uh, a great friend of mine uh, as our guest this week. We've got Brian Mayashiro. You may have known him as Brian O'Brien or Bob. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Brian is a Hearthstone streamer of, of course, many modes, including, of course, our very own Wild Mode. Brian specializes in magnificent mage gameplay and is, of course, a competitive player for ATK Mode. Meowdy, Brian. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's good to have you. Yeah, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, Absolutely. it's been a long time coming for sure. Yeah, it's definitely been a long time coming. Hey, let me let me start out a little bit. I think for for people who may not be familiar with you, can you give us uh, uh tell us a little bit about yourself? Who who's Brian O'Brien? Um how how did you get started playing Hearthstone? How long have you been playing that sort of thing? Cool. Um, yeah, so I so the name Brian O'Brien I came up with because I uh, I was and still am a big fan of Conan O'Brien, the comedian. Uh, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that's where I kind of uh, made my name was kind of to because I'm a fan of Conan. Uh, and then yeah, so that's how I came up with my name. And then I started playing Hearthstone about. 2015 like goblins versus gnomes meta Mm -hmm. like around that time it was like right after the undertaker nerf oh yeah oh (laughs) good time to join yeah good times good times yeah actually technically well i really started like during gvg but technically i started at the height of undertaker meta like my first game was against undertaker hunter and I could, and uh, I I stopped playing until the next expansion. After that. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this? 
<laughs> and oh, I'm going to nope out for a bit. I'll be back. <laughs> That's great. So yeah. you, you've been playing before Wild was even a thing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I'm familiar with like a lot of the cards. Very cool. What What was your take when the format split? from from stan like you know it was just you know we joke sometimes that we, we were playing hearthstone before or we were playing wild before wild existed right uh so when wild yeah. split into standard um did you experiment with both or or what was your kind of uh exploration there oh i definitely experimented with both um yeah i mean when they had that split i kind of it kind of made sense i mean in the long run it definitely um helps because otherwise you'll have a huge power creep problem because there's other games that don't have that sort of like format similar to standard mm -hmm. um but in the early days of wild um i actually played a lot of secret mage and i know your a lot of your viewers are probably gonna hate me or listeners <laughs> <laughs> but or uh, love you. don't worry they or, all yeah, secretly or, play it anyway uh -huh. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But yeah, in the early days, I played Lost Secret Mage because uh, I really it was like one of my favorite decks because um, I used it to farm uh, OG Quest Rogue back in the day. Oh, perfect! <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's why I like Secret Mage is because of that. So I used so I played Secret Mage a lot, and I think I got like a top one hundred finish in Wild, like Ooh, for nice. like, the early seasons. But yeah, and then after that, I was just dis decided like just to have fun in Wild. Like uh, I made this deck called an even Reno Demon Hunter. <laughs> it's definitely I, a thing. I love it. <laughs> and uh, and uh, for this expansion, I have the stats to prove it. But I'm two and zero oh for this whole expansion. Hey, that's <laughs> what you heard it here. One hundred percent win rate. Yep. <laughs> Post that on Twitter. <laughs> that's great. So what can you tell us about ATK mode, Brian? Uh, yeah. So, oh, ATK mode. You just say attack. That's uh, okay. That's quicker. <laughs> that's I, quicker I usually read it, so I see the, see the capital letters. <laughs> uh, it, it's you can say attack mode. It cool. sounds cooler. <laughs> yeah, ATK works too. Um, so ATK stands for acceptance, time, and kindness. And um, what uh, our organization um values is uh we try to um provide equal opportunity to all you know like the uh like having people who are good at something and not just like having somebody because they you know have like like the color of their skin or their sexual orientation or whatever um but yeah we we're, we're really focused on like being accepting of others and like basically treating everybody as a normal human being i love that inclusivity yes absolutely absolutely that's amazing i i never would have known that like i, I always saw that and I go, attack mode yeah Arr! you know but i i like the the i like what it stands for um that's very good it's that's definitely um something special i, I enjoy it a lot yeah um, and i and i should note that um for at least our hearthstone team because uh, we we have like an Overwatch team, a Valorant team as well. Oh, cool. Which uh, I don't really know much about because I don't really talk to them. But uh, for our Hearthstone team, we actually have a uh, another GM because <laughs> Ego Waffle got promoted to GM. So we have uh, Rami ninety four and Ego Waffle now. Wow, that's exciting. That's exciting, man. Uh, that's great. So you get to interact with these folks. 
Yeah, because uh, we have a team Discord and we can like talk to each other and stuff. And uh, I've had like uh, I've had like uh, like co-op sessions with uh, them, like every once in a while. Nice. nice. When did you uh, start being involved with uh, ATK mode or attack mode? Uh, about a year and a half ago, I think. Like uh, Bemi, uh, who's an hmm? amazing tourney organizer. Yes, yes, he um, is. Yeah, mm-hmm. reached out to me about a year and a half ago saying, like, hey, you want to join ATK mode? And I just said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even nice. have to think about it. That's great. That's great. It's amazing. I really like that. So uh, dialing back to um, your origins in Hearthstone, what actually brought you into this game? Like, what made you decide to play it? Were you like a Blizzard fan? Were you a, a strategy card gamer? Like, what like what brought you here? Um, actually, so my background, well, the thing that brought me to Hearthstone was mostly because my background before then was Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, I used to compete from like 2006 to 2011. Um, so that was like a majority of my card game, like experience, like where I learned like certain like little like tricks or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that really helped me get into Hearthstone because the transition was quite easy because the skill, a lot of the skill transfers over between card games. Yeah, mm-hmm. I when whenever people talk about Hearthstone, especially Wild being degenerate, like <laughs> no, you should see Yu Gi Oh. I think it's oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I haven't, well, I heard that Yu-Gi-Oh! has been super power creep since I stopped playing, because, like, back when I played, like, games would actually go a few turns, but apparently games <laughs> only go, like, the, like one or two turns now, so I heard. <laughs> wow. wow. That's incredible. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, back in the day, I was like, what? Oh, no. Like, I was in elementary, middle school, and then I qualified for nationals twice, so that wow. was nice. Congrats, that's yeah. super cool. Whoa, yeah. what was the that experience like competing in Yu-Gi-Oh like nationally? Oh, I never I was unfortunately never able to go cuz like financial reasons, but mm. that makes but, sense. Um, but yeah, I like I like top 8/top 16 regionals like a few times. Like I won a few tournaments like locally, so yeah, I was pretty I guess you'd say successful like doing that as a kid too. <laughs> For sure. That's awesome. So what, what skill? Think, oh, sorry, sorry. Go for it, sheep. It's all good. I was just gonna say, uh, whenever I think of of Brian, I always think, of course, of your superlative mage play. Um, what kind of motivates you to engage with mage as a class in particular, and to kind of main that class? Oh well, the the person uh, you can thank for that is APX Void because he was the one that actually really got me into liking the class. Uh, the way he explains his plays during his stream and and whatnot really uh, got me to understand the class really well and uh, play it well. Yeah, I can see that. Definitely. Yeah. It's good to have people to learn from. I think it's one thing to watch streams and, and you can enjoy the gameplay. Like, hey, this person's doing really good. Something different when you see someone kind of talk through all the moves and explain, okay, here's what I'm going to do or here's what I'm thinking about doing. Here's what I'm going to do, here's why I did it, and let, let's see what they respond with. And you, I think, can really learn well that way. So, yeah, yeah big big shout out to APX Void. Yeah, and I'll also, I'll also like to add that uh, I think another thing is that um, Mage uh, is kind of similar to, like, 
the, the class itself, the like how it has secrets, which are kind of like trap cards, that's similar to Yu-Gi-Oh. So it kind of, I guess, kind of attracted me to it. Yeah, that I saw. A lot of sense. I saw somebody <laughs> comparing. I think was it refreshing spring water to a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Pot of, pot of pot, greed. Pot of greed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, what does pot uh, of greed do? I still don't know. Maybe chat could help. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's literally it was it's literally pot of greed. Like because uh-huh. pot of greed and because pot because Yu-Gi-Oh doesn't have a mana system. Instead, it has a bunch of rule restrictions. Which is which can get really complicated. Oh, so pot oh. of greed is it's, it literally like zero mana draw two. It's zero mana draw two. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. That's hilarious. I here, I'll put <laughs> it on the screen if you guys want to see it. That's really funny. Yeah, and that card is banned, by the way, in the competitive format. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds a little broken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man there you go yeah it's yeah it just says draw two cards that's so funny <laughs> yeah it just shows you how broken card draw can be if it's cheap well and speaking of mage and Yu-Gi-Oh, i think the other thing that we really gained from uh from Yu-Gi-Oh was the idea of exodia right exodia mage oh yeah where you assemble you know the body and the arms and the legs or whatever to I mean, I don't know the story very well, but like, uh, I, I oh, have heard well, like the Exodia obliterate, and, but it's your OTK, right? Oh, you could probably you, explain you it see, better. Have you seen the Have you seen the meme though? The uh, the the meme of like, I have all five pieces of Exodia. Have you seen that one? Uh, oh, a little bit, but could, yeah. Could you explain it? Okay, so basically, Exodia is a five card combo. That you need to you need to have all five cards in your hand, and you automatically win. That's just, like it. just like that. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is you have to draw all five, and that's the hard part. Hey, but if you got zero mana, draw two. That helps. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many? But yeah, like... this, you can only run Sorry. one, by the way, run one of each piece of Exodia, too. So it's because the decks in Yu-Gi-Oh! are 40 cards plus. So so it's not likely you would draw all five in the first, like, in your first hand. <laughs> yeah, how I wonder how quickly you could pull it all off. I mean, I mean, it, 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 you can do it in one turn. Like, there's been points where you can do it in one turn. I mean, I wasn't around when uh, that was a thing, but it was possible to do it in one turn, like a first turn kill. Wow. Tutor them somehow. Yeah, like first turn, draw your whole deck and you win. <laughs> well, yeah, I can see That's that incredible. if there's if there's no mana restrictions, right? You just play the cards. Um, yep. Okay, okay. I've seen the memes, but without knowing the story behind it, it's tricky to like piece it together. But yeah. I, I love the the idea of this. Like, okay, I've got the right arm, the left arm, the right leg, the left leg, and then Exodia, the Forbidden One. Assemble all five pieces, and you you just straight up win. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, the uh, when you call something like an Exodia deck, it basically has a win condition where you like deal infinite damage or like automatically win. So like um, for Paladin, there's like the uh, the Death Knight, the Uther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that would be that can be called an Exodia combo because once you get the four horsemen, you automatically win. Right, right. 
I like. I it. would. I would love if that was like actually really meta viable. I would love to play that. I loved that when it was standard. I played a lot of that deck. Yeah, same. I really liked that Death Knight. The the very first time I hit Legend, it was uh, with an Uther slash Ravala OTK deck. Nice. <laughs> That's it's one amazing. of those that where like it feels really good to pull off the combo and it just if you, but when someone does it to you it feels really bad, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's still not as bad as losing to uh OTKDH where you uh just die to like 72 I don't know million damage. Yeah, that gets out of hand really quick. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I was watching GMs over the last couple of weeks, and I was—I I mean, of course, I'm not very invested in standard. I've been playing a lot of like Death Rattle, Demon Hunter, and standard. But I saw the bulk of the GMs were bringing, um, like OTK, Lifesteal, um, Ilganoth, Demon Hunter. I was like, wow, this deck is hard to play. Uh, at least for me, it was—it was hard to. Um, there's a lot of calculation with the the math there and a lot of decisions to be made as to like, do I use this spell to clear the board and stay alive or do I save it and use it to OTK? So it's one of those where like, it feels bad to lose to, but I don't think it, I, I don't know, at least in my mind, it wasn't like some auto win. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I played a few games of high legend earlier, earlier, like this week. And, mm -hmm. uh, uh, it feels really bad to play against a really good OTKDH player <laughs> mm. because they they like re they they manage their resources so well. And it's really hard to win before they OTK you. Yeah, it's one of those high skill cap decks, but once they've uh, acquired the skill, it's powerful. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to try it out because I'm still I'm still trying to I'm uh, I I'm. Uh, about 450 i think a little bit less than 450 now with demon hunter uh, the 500 is like the halfway point i'm really wanting that 1k illidan so that's like so sick oh it's it's gorgeous yeah it's awesome anyway so oh we, we'll we, get there we're we'll get here, there we're not, yeah we're not here to talk about standard we can uh <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of wild what got you to start playing wild in particular i know that you were around before wild was was wild but but what kind of attracts you to the mode um kind of more than just the the, the general fun to play um i just wanna i just miss my uh my favorite mage cards you know like reno mage like that's my favorite deck of all time like that archetype um yeah just because mage has so many like unique effects like over the years and it's accumulated to like some really powerful combos now in wild but like there's some like really old like decks because uh earlier this week uh i actually was playing my exact standard reno mage from like 2020. yeah like, yeah and i won like at least one game with it which is kind of <laughs> funny but yeah an exact standard reno mage no og reno just like like relicologist only and like the 10 mana reno and i was able to win a game in wild which is an accomplishment <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> things get degenerate pretty quickly over here i'll say that <laughs> now here, here's the question did you accidentally cue the deck no i did on purpose because i was <laughs> bored <laughs> it's <was> very intentional <laughs> it, it, it's so funny though when you when you 
you're playing somebody that you can tell accidentally like played their standard deck in wild and they're like they're like oops oops <laughs> you know what's super tilting is when you somebody like somebody queues up their standard deck in wild and then you lose yeah you're like i lost oh. to the standard deck like what happened that's not supposed to work this? that way <laughs> yeah yeah I versed a spell mage recently that had no wild cards in it. It was all standard cards. <laughs> so they definitely clicked on the wrong mode. I I've mean, especially before. <laughs> yeah, oh, I've, I've definitely done it. Oh, yeah. one, one thing that bugs me about the client is, and maybe this is a me problem, but when you are like building a deck, right? And you're like, I'm going to put this in, I'm going to put that in, and blah, blah, blah. And now I'm going to queue it up and play it. But as soon uh -huh. as you like back out and then you hit play, you actually have to select it. It's still mm -hmm, like yeah. the it's auto selected on the yeah. last deck that you played. So like you've refined this deck, you're gonna play this deck, and you're still selected on some other random garbage <laughs> that isn't what you were just editing. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, I always take it slightly personally too. It's like, are you sure you want to <laughs> play wild? Like, yes, I want oh, to play oh, wild. Yeah. And it's like, you know, are you sure you want oh, to craft this card? It's only in wild decks. Yes, I want to craft it. <laughs> you know, the, the thing I hate is um, when you're in the when you're in the when you're about to queue and mm -hmm. then you click a, a deck that's in the wrong format. Is like, oh, do you want to convert this deck? I'm like, no, <laughs> I'd never want to convert this deck to, to to the other format. Like that's for the other format. Like of course, like when like who who would want to convert it? <laughs> it has fifty percent wild cards in it. This is gonna be really bad to convert. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They actually did a pretty good job of like uh, delineating uh, classic from the other two. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of weird that there's not as um, obvious a, a border you know like, like you were saying brian you can click on a wild deck and it'll be like do you want to convert it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you and don't also, have I that don't option if... with classic like yeah. if you and try also, to click classic it's like no <laughs> i don't know if they fixed this but because i i play with the sound on mm -hmm. so one of the things i've noticed is that if you because it makes there's a like a little like a thud when you click on something for standard wild and whatnot but mm -hmm. for classic, there's no thud when you click on the deck list. It's oh, just very strange. Oh no! Huh? It sounds like a bug. Interesting. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe there didn't used to be a thud. <laughs> and then they're just like no. back in 2014, like, <laughs> classic experience. Yeah, full classic experience. There was no thud. Oh gosh, that's really funny. <laughs> Jeez. And finally, to end our interview aspect uh, with you, obviously you'll be here for the rest of the show as well, but the, it, to end the interview part, I must ask Brian, where's the lamb sauce? I don't know. Can't find it. <laughs> Maybe you got to ask Gordon Ramsay. Uh, it's, you know, it's missing in action. Can't find. There's an inside joke here somewhere that I... There's got to be. <laughs> it's, I feel like the Superman meme, and, and it's the, the, the joke is, is right here, and I'm... <laughs> so, uh, Gordon Ramsay, um, uh, you, you know, the, the celebrity chef. Oh, <laughs> yes, the idiot sandwich. Oh, yes, I know all about Gordon Ramsay. <clears throat> yeah. 
<laughs> so it's uh, a, a thing for him that he's constantly looking for the lamb sauce, and and Brian is also. Oh, that's fun. Okay, desperately okay. searching for the lamb sauce. Beauty, <laughs> beauty. I'm sorry I had to ask and ruin the inside joke. <laughs> but also, we, Brian needs to find it so he can take a nap. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't nap until I find it. <laughs> Will you ever find the lamb sauce? One day. I'm. 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 I'm a I'm a glass half full type of person, so yeah, one day. <laughs> I mean, lamb sauce is just polymorph, right? No, no, that's lamb. Uh-huh. <laughs> Poly juice. <laughs> potion of polymorph. <laughs> the lamb sauce is potion of polymorph, hey, which is, is a secret, which is why it's so hard to find. Hey, this is mage. This is mage week, right? <laughs> oh, we've got it. We've we've, we've cracked it. the code here. All right. All right. Let's move into our weekly recap. See how we're all doing. And uh, let's start with you, Nate. What have you been up to? What have you been doing in uh, the real world, the world of Hearthstone? What's going on, man? Yeah, man. It's uh, it's been a, a long week. I'm I'm happy it's the weekend. Um, I, I feel like I say this every week. Work has been super busy, and I think things just continue to ramp up. There was a press conference today at uh, eleven o'clock. The governor announced that effective this coming Wednesday. Um, will be like no more mask requirements and no more distancing and no more, you know, like, Oh my goodness. Okay. So that, that sort of changes the, the local world over here. And so that'll be interesting. Um, as, as we continue to see things kind of open up a little bit, um, my personal life, I've been playing a lot of mass effect uh, as I've been talking about on the show, but I'm like at the tail end of number three now. And like, it's really stressful, but it's really good. The story's so good. And I love that they integrated all the DLC like just into the game. And one thing that I've been doing is like, I won't say cheating, but there's, um, there's all the, it's like, it's very open world and there's all these different missions that you can do in pretty much any order you want. And so what I did is I looked up what is the best order to play them in. And so I think it was IGN or somebody had a guide and really all it was is play them in this order in order to, cause some of them are like timed and they don't tell you that, like if you don't do it early enough, like you'll just miss out on it. Um, and then the other thing that the guide said, cause you've got all these different squad members, it goes, Hey, uh, bring these two people with you because they have unique, uh, voice lines or they interact with each other in a unique way that you wouldn't know if you didn't bring them. And so no, you know, no spoilers at all, but it's do, do these things in this order and, bring these people to get the most out of your experience. And that's been great for me. Uh, I really enjoy it. It's, um, I don't know. It was, it was, it was weird. They're like, I've had a lot of pressure at work and then I'm playing this and I've gotten all this pressure to like save the galaxy. And so it's, it was like, I'm feeling a little stressed, but it was, it's been cool. Um, in terms of Hearthstone, uh, I have not played a ton of ladder, but I spent the week, um, doing the the solo content i had been um uh neglecting the shaman one so i played the thrall book of heroes and that was really fun and then i played the malfurion book of heroes and that was really fun i enjoyed them uh we'll talk about the malfurion one a little bit later but yeah um it's uh i think the other thing here like i I live near portland oregon where it rains like three quarters of the year 
like or <laughs> maybe half the year, but like a lot, right? And we get all four seasons, which is cool. As a native Californian, like I love getting the seasons. Uh, the one thing I don't love so much is the summertime because it's just so stinking hot. I'm lucky because we we've got an air conditioner in our house, but a lot of the people around here just don't like because it it rains most of the year. It's cold, and so summer is like miserable. But we're in this heat wave right now, and so looking at the weekend, my wife texted me earlier today, and the next three days uh, are supposed to be 106, 114, and 112, which is Fahrenheit for uh, my my non U.S. Uh, friends, I, I'm not quite sure what the well, Hydra can tell you. What the uh, I think mean, you're you're just a few hours north of me, so I imagine um, you're probably relatively similar. But oh, yeah. yeah, it's been kind of hot. Um, my my folks are coming out to visit next week, so that'll be kind of fun to see family and and catch up because it's been a while. So uh, the humidity, not so much actually, which is surprising. It's it's oh, so jealous. I mean some but not nearly as bad. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean, all in all, it's been good. I'm, I'm happy to be here hanging out with you guys. Um, I played some secret mage. I'm, I have been neglecting my rank and it's starting to slip back up in the, the 600s <clears throat> now. And I'll hopefully play some over the weekend and like to cruise back down a little bit. Um, I did watch a, a movie over the past week called super deep on shutter. I really liked it. It was kind of cheesy, but it was fun. Um, where uh, the premise is like there's this like giant hole that goes down into the into the ground in, in Russia and there's like monsters at the bottom. Uh, but I, I had a good time. I've is heard this really good things about Super Deep. Super Deep. Uh, I, I really up. I really liked it, actually. Um, I thought it was fun. Also, we, we've managed to play musical chairs on on the screen here. That's OK. So. I like being sheep. <laughs> i like being brian this is fun hey that's cool um so anyways yeah that's me I'll, I'll i'll link you guys the movie later it was fun i the reviews were not super good but i thought it was quite i i enjoyed it quite a bit actually so you know whatever um sheep what have you been up to this week well i have also been uh suffering from a heat wave that's been uh really fun as well um i don't know our uh specific temperatures um you know it's in the the high 90s we we actually haven't broke a hundred yet as as far as i'm a- aware I, I could just be you know not aware but uh i live really really close to houston so it is super humid and gosh, I, I envy the people who uh, have have the dry heat <laughs> um, very much. Um, but other than that, I've uh, really had a blast sailing the high seas this week. Yeah. Sea of Thieves dropped this amazing, huge content drop with like so much um, Pirates of the Caribbean interaction. And oh my gosh, it is so much fun. I've done two of the tall tales uh for that one that's what they call their their single player content for that mm-hmm. and um the second one was really buggy it's supposed to only take like about an hour and it took about like three or four because bugs kept on you know pushing us back so there's a it's kind of interesting the because they kept it really really secret um because of the like exclusivity or, or you know NDA type stuff that that they had going on with Disney to actually use the Pirates of the mm-hmm. Caribbean IP, 
So they didn't have as much testing, and since they didn't have as much testing, the release is buggier. So it's like, it's really cool that there's all this new content that's really awesome, and the uh, story is great. I I just wish that they had, you know, let people kind of work the the bugs out a little bit more, but... Mm. It's fun. You sound like a Hearthstone player. Being fun. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, of a similar vein, I've been playing a lot of Pirate Warrior lately to kind of continue with that mm. pirate theme. You know, nice, nice. It's always fun to. Are you to, using you know, the pirate card back? Pack. Oh, I haven't been. I've been using the um, the secret level, the um, Diablo card back. It's an amazing but card back. It really is. I love that card back. But I should use the Pirates card back. I mean, it, it sort of gives away what you're doing, but whatever. Who cares? Right? When, <laughs> they, already the know, they already know turn one anyway. Right, right. <laughs> Got to commit to the bit. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder, though, like we, we've talked about it before, but I, I wonder a little bit if it makes people mulligan differently. Like if they see Warrior and they see the Pirate card back, do they mulligan differently? Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Okay, yeah, and, so here's the question. Main... Oh, yeah. Tell me, who, what hero do you use? Yeah, I always main a corrupt Garrosh as well. Oh, you're um, doing it right which... then. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not sure if, if people automatically assume that corrupt Garrosh is pirates, or if they're like, oh, corrupt Garrosh is dead man's hand. Dead man's hand, yeah. <laughs> right? It's got oh. to be the good dead man's hand one. It's got to be. It is a mystery. <laughs> um, so outside of that, uh, I've also been doing a lot with uh, THL this past week. Um, I played my legacy THL match last night, and I lost two to three. But one of my teammates played later on that evening and won three to two, which of course means that we now are going on to the finals. So that's. That's huge. <laughs> I'm really nice. excited. Hey. Nice. Congrats. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, I uh with this loss, I'm now 7 and 3 on the season. So, uh I'm despite a, a loss in the semifinals, I'm having a kick and rad season. <laughs> That's so, great. Excitement abounds. Playing some some wild THL this weekend. That also is going to be a blast. Um so that's basically been my week. It's uh, been a busy one, but a really fun one. Nice. <laughs> How nice. about hey, your good. week, Brian? How about your week, Brian? Um, can you guys hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, so I've been just trying to fix my standard rank um, because I'm going to try to go for a top 16 next month. Nice, but, nice. Uh, in Wild, uh, I've been having a lot of fun with uh, Reno Mage because uh, APX has been playing a lot of Wild too, and um, I took his list and just went with it, and it, it's been really fun. And nice. I also tried a little bit. Yeah, I also tried a little bit of Mozaki Mage uh, for the first time, and it felt uh, stronger than I thought it would be. <laughs> <laughs> To put it lightly, <laughs> dirtier than you thought it would be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever play any of the uh, Flame Waker like APM Mage? Mm, maybe like once, like way back, but not recently. Okay. Yeah. The um, 
uh, Encanto's Flow and uh, Refreshing Spring Water, like, made it amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, I did not, it was I, like, I, pure degenerate. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, yeah, I didn't play that deck. I just, because I was, at the time, I was, like, trying to farm Priest Winds with Raza Priest because I was close to the 1K portrait, which I did get, um, like, this past Sunday. Nice. Nice. That's cool. Congrats. That's great. Say. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Really? Wow. That's the best one. I love that one. <laughs> yeah, that that emote is like the most BM like out of all of them. <laughs> what what nickname did we come up for that for that oh, skin? Oh god. It's, it was so funny. You're talking about the SI7 Anduin? Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, there were some names. Stabduin was one. Stabduin was my favorite. Stabduin, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <clears throat> I think that's probably just that wins right there, Stabduin. That's great. Anything else uh, going on in your week there, Brian O'Brien? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, just been focusing on standard mostly because I've been really like one of my one of my twenty twenty one goals has been to qualify for Masters Tour because I haven't really re really really tried to go for it yet. So I want to make it happen. What do you need to do to qualify? Um, you either have to uh, top eight in their qualifiers four times or finish top sixteen on ladder. Or win a qualifier outright? Yeah, win a qualifier. Oh, oh yeah, outright. win win yeah, win one outright too. I'll I'll get right on it. <laughs> I do I do appreciate that they added the uh, consistent top eight because that wasn't a thing at, at first, and there were so many people that were consistently top eighting. Yeah, so it's it's nice that that was yeah. added. What? Uh, yeah, is so. How do you get the golden celebration card back? Nate's on a mission. Oh yeah, that's I the to to fill out the missing card back collection. I, I'll just quit my job and play Hearthstone full time. It's cool. I'm smart. <laughs> I mean, I might be homeless pretty soon, but <laughs> but I'll have the card back. <laughs> I'll be playing on mobile, like sitting outside the Starbucks using their internet. It'll be great. It was worth it, honey. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, that's hilarious. Well, for for myself, it is yes. It just like you guys, it's been pretty darn hot. Um, I know I'm up in igloo land, but <laughs> it's 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 not actually like that. It's actually pretty hot. Um, this weekend we're set to be around forty degrees Celsius, which to oh, you guys, geez. that's really hot. Yes, yes, it is. So, so we're that's that's over a hundred. If I was going to say, I mean, you're, you're like where I'm at just North about three, four hours, maybe. Yeah. I think so we're like I, three and a half hours. Apart. So I imagine the heat is probably relatively similar ish. Yeah. The last few days it's been brutal. And uh, where I work, uh, we have the whole machine shop area and then we have the office area and, um, I'm I now sort of have the freedom to sort of flow between both of them. I used to always be out in the shop. And so um, today I like or last few days I've had, you know, things I could do out in the shop. But like I'm out there and I'm doing something like eh, I got some paperwork. I'm going back. 
in in the air conditioning. <laughs> I'm going back in the office. Tactical just, retreat. <laughs> just because I can. Like, um, yeah, it's because it's brutal. So it's it's a big, huge brick building with a metal roof, and with it being almost a hundred degrees today and over a um, hundred coming up, it's just like a giant oven. Ooh. And uh, you have to remember at the same time, we're also running machines and we're welding and it's just, we're creating all this heat inside the building as well. And it's just a, it's, it's, it's not fun. Uh, we actually had many people today, halfway through the day say, See ya. Too hot. We're going home. Which totally okay with. Um, also, yeah. we did have uh, Employee Appreciation Day at work today, so we all got free pizza. Which Ooh, is pretty cool. That's cool. Um, that's awesome. I, I would have rather a Slurpee, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. What do you guys me... call it slushies? Do you call it, what yeah, do you call it? Either. Like, States? Uh, either or. Either yeah. or. For me. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I think one of them is like a trademark of one of the convenience store chains or something. Seven Eleven is Slurpee. Correct. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Now, do you guys have screamers? I don't know what that is. A screamer is a Slurpee that is like um, spiraled up with vanilla ice cream inside it. Oh. Whoa. Uh-uh. No, uh, we do what what we've got. Yeah, so here... you get like a Coca Cola Slurpee with spiral vanilla. So it comes out oh, dude. of like two taps and like swirls around like the whole way up. That sounds uh, amazing. I'll 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 be there tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that sounds pretty good. We do have a place locally that's like Hawaiian shave ice, which is really good. I mean, I'm sure it's nothing like Brian. You probably have much better, uh, but we've got. It's kind of they do some kind of ice creamy type thing, and then the shave ice on top, and it's really good. Um, right down the street. Yeah, we like, have I'm some. Gonna... Sorry, what were you, you saying? Have... Oh, I said we we have some uh, pretty good shave ice places here that we're known mm. for. Yeah, I bet. So All other than like. Good. Work just being an oven. Um, <laughs> when I've been home, um, home is not quite an oven because I have a couple air conditioners, so we're not dying over here. It's fine. We're alive. Um, but uh, I've been playing a lot of. I I couldn't help myself. I purchased Red Dead Redemption Two on PC. I'd previously played it on PlayStation Four in the past. I heard it was really and good. It's an amazing game. Like I, I love the story of that game so much that like, as soon as it was, it was over, I played the first one like all over again. And then when I was done that, I played the second one again. Wow! Like <laughs> the, the story is just so so good. The online mode for the game is kind of like garbage or whatever. But like the story, I have not played a game that had like a story that was that good. It's it's my all time favorite. Really? And, okay. Oh yeah. All-time favorite for for story. Like my I, wife, my wife actually sat beside me and watched me play the games. She was glued to the screen. Really? While I while I played the games. Yes. I may have to buy this, but but will you consider Mass Effect when you're done? <laughs> I know. I know. 
Yes, I, yes, I will consider I, Mass Effect. I've already played the second one, but I've forgotten so much about it that it would be a whole new experience. Oh, dude, I I will check it out. Do you recommend it for the like the the PlayStation or for the computer? Does it really make a big difference? The only thing I will say is, if you do buy it on computer, that to still use the controller. Oh yeah, I've got an Xbox controller that I plug in for, because for I, games because. I tried to do keyboard and mouse, but to me, it seems like the game was designed to be played with the controller. It it just that makes sense. Yeah, it it like I tried. I played for the first like two hours with the keyboard and mouse, and I like I wasn't having it. I was smashing my horse into trees. <laughs> like it just it's it's it, there's like a gallop thing you kind of got to do, so and I'm hitting shift to like gallop, and you got to like hit the button. Oh, like gosh. while you no, while you're trying to no. steer, it, no. it was garbage. No, 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 no. I was yeah, yeah. That's where so, we, uh, I need the soundboard. I need Dame Hazelbark. No, no, no. We can't do that. <laughs> no, no, no. We can't do that. But no, it's it's one of my all-time favorites, and I'm playing through again, and I'm taking my time. I I'm gonna do a completionist round sort of thing, and yeah. Like I said, it's it's a game that the story's so good that like my wife was watching. There's times where she's excited. There's times where she was crying. Like, wow. it's yeah, it's good. Okay, it's good. I almost cried, man. I I almost, almost I I sort of I sort of like welled up the <laughs> other day because one of my like you you this Mass Effect. There's like three games, and your the story carries over. Your characters carry over the decisions that you make in one and two carry into three. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes people live, sometimes people die based on the decisions that you made. And sometimes it's story based, but I had like one of my favorite characters and I was like, oh, uh, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't want to spoil it, but like, geez, we get so invested. Yeah, don't tell me anything in case uh, I take a take a dive. Oh, yeah. A yeah, deep dive. Yeah. As for uh, Hearthstone, I basically this past week I've been keeping up with all of, like, it's a like I I'm sort of stuck, man. Like having the daily quests and the weekly quests to clear on mm-hmm. three servers can be kind of annoying. It's actually sort of getting to the point where it's becoming a chore to do it on the other servers because you get quests like oh you got a top four battlegrounds and win five tavern brawl battlegrounds games like okay now i gotta play five battlegrounds games on um asia or whatever right and so that's a time investment right there yeah i've been sort of considering i mean if you can mulligan your quests right like like drop them and hopefully you get something like deal what is it 200 damage or play or get uh spend 500 mana like those ones are easy those ones are super easy to do but when you get yeah. stuck like winning five duels brawls or battlegrounds those ones can be pretty lame when i mean you're trying to do it on all three servers it's it's a bit of a drag but uh like i still do it but i'm starting to question why I keep doing it. Um, I do love the fact that I'm building a collection on the other servers and I like options when I'm there. Like, I don't want to, you know, just be stuck with two decks. And I've gotten to the point where I have meta decks on them all, which is really neat. But 
it's becoming a bit of a chore. Like I get home from work and like I said, I've been playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And so this past Monday, we got all the new weekly quests to do. And um, you got your daily quest and it's like, I want to play Red Dead. It's like, <laughs> well, let me go clear nine quests first. Right. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I get th- yeah. For, for, for me, I, I've just given up. Yeah. And I just decided to just focus on my NA account because <clears throat> it's just too much. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be difficult to, to do the multiple servers all the time. And I don't know. You know, Hearthstone is great when, like, I, I push super hard at the beginning of the month. Like, cool, let's get Legend. Uh, and then once I get there, I like kind of uh, do to do. What should I do now? And I, I I tend to f- like, I'll play. I mean, I definitely want to do my daily quests and I'm trying to grind out those 1K portraits. Um, yeah. But then I find myself playing like, like oh, well, Diablo is coming out pretty soon. I'll play some Diablo 3. Um and you know, I find myself doing that, and like, I feel like I'm cheating on Hearthstone a little bit sometimes. But <laughs> you and you should, you should be able to. But it's like, healthy, you know. I, I, I'm always like in awe of the folks that just play Hearthstone all the time, and that's their only game. And it's like, how do you not burn out? I mean, I enjoy yeah. the game, and I want to keep enjoying it, which is, I think, why sometimes I will take a little step back. It's like, well, let me, let me. You know, absence makes the the heart grow fonder and all that. I think for me, one of the reasons... So on EU, I'm about three, three and a half years deep of doing my daily quests on EU now. And I feel like I can't stop. And Asia, I'm about two years, I would say, of doing them like every day. Wow. And... So, and then I make sure that I do them on all three. And like, then if I miss one, I feel like this weird guilt, like, oh my gosh, there was a thousand XP points or whatever it is on the track that I missed. And it's like, oh no, why did I do that? But like, you really shouldn't, (laughs) like, like, it'll make me feel bad that I missed it. (laughs) Yeah. Or like before bed, I'll be like, oh crap, let me go check. Oh, I got to clear daily because tomorrow I'm going to get a new one. I'm going to miss it. And I, I think I need to maybe sort of get out of that mindset that I need to always do it. Because um, it doesn't really matter, right? It's just something that I've sort of got in the habit of doing. True. And if you really want to kind of prioritize still clearing them, maybe like having some sort of like a staggered schedule where you clear all three and that like in uh, uh, mm. APAC and then uh, EU. <laughs> yeah. And then just like, let them accumulate again. And <laughs> you would think that doing a schedule is a really good idea, but I'm not going to plan it. There's no That's way. Fair. Yeah. That's like, fair. like I just like, I happen to like, I'll come home and check, see what's up. Like, oh, I've got two over here. I can save that. Like, oh, I only have two out of three on EU. So tomorrow I'll do it, right? Yeah. Because tomorrow I'll have three. Then I can clear them all then. Like, sort of sort of thing like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to think I'm gonna think on this one because it's becoming a bit of a chore to do it all. And I was also thinking that, 
like I spend all this time ranking up on all three as well. And if I just dedicated my time to one server, then maybe I would just do better on one server. Yeah. Right. Because that's also a bit of a chore too. But I get stuck too going, oh, I can't lose my star bonus. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so stupid because I fear, I fear it. Like, cause I just do like, I guarantee that I at least get like D five. Sometimes I slouch on Asia to D ten. Dude, wait, losing like, the across. star bonus is painful. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, so like I don't, I don't want it to drop. Like if I go below nine stars, I'm like, oh, what have I done? Now I've got to earn it back. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I got some thinking to do. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, basically that's been my week. It's been a week of thinking of what I should do. <laughs> Introspection. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's move on to the listener series because things are ramping up. They're coming to a close. What is going on? Sheep, let us know. Well, we are in the finals, Hydra. The what? finals. How'd that oh, happen that already? like sands through the hourglass <laughs> the days of our lives. hey it's exciting uh, yeah yeah yes i insert captain america i understood that reference um yeah dude so after the show tonight we've got our final match that we'll be streaming too so that's exciting oh this is super exciting really yeah it, it's been a it's been a wild ride i'll say that absolutely so uh, in the finals, of course, we've got Maxi Bond versus Corbett. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the final match, in the final, of, well, three to five games, depending. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so Maxi and Corbett uh, both uh, take a, a small step back. Both the Australian? Challenge of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, also true. <laughs> Australia OP. Uh, OP uh, can confirm. I mean, it's. They are all of the representatives in the finals. Wait, Check right? it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the challenge for the final week is called a tribe united. So uh, what that basically means is you pick one tribe to, to go for and all the minions in all of your decks have to be that tribe. So, uh, for example, uh, this is what uh, both Maxi and Corbett decided to do. Um, they went with Beast. So every single minion that they played in all of their four decks have to be Beasts. And they have to have a minimum of 10 minions in each deck. So um, uh, every minion in the deck must have that same Beast tag on it. Uh, you know, of course, they can possibly play things uh to, to generate other minions but if they're running a minion in their deck it's gotta be a beast i love the idea of this when we were talking about it it was you know we were bouncing back and forth ideas and it was like okay let's do tribes and it was like okay we we had talked about one tribe for each deck and then it was like well eh, you know we wanted to make it open-ended but I think that this, the difficulty here is not the tribe per se. It's that you have to use the same tribe in all four. And so like beast could be really powerful in hunter, but like 
you're gonna play beast priest like okay uh or like murloc could be really powerful in shaman but you're gonna play murloc mage like i mean or you know you you could um i played murloc mage oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> we were talking about it a little bit i got i got steamrolled by it before <laughs> but uh so oh, really i, think, I yeah. i wouldn't be surprised I probably don't remember, but yeah, I did play Murloc Mage and Mech Mage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mech Mage. <laughs> I uh, miss me some Mech Mage. I love that deck. Oh yeah, so good. So it'll be exciting to see what these guys uh, come up with. We were uh, bouncing around an idea. I believe this was Jordan's idea, right? The the ban one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. So. I'll talk about it super briefly. Here's the idea that we ended up not going with. We love it and we'll probably use it some other time, but we ran into kind of a time crunch. But here mm -hmm. is the idea. Each each player picks 10 like 10 cards to ban for their opponent or whatever set number of cards and like just straight up ban these cards for the opponent. And they would have to provide the list, you know, and then you could build whatever deck you want, but you can't use these, you know, 10 cards, 15 cards or whatever it is. And like they wouldn't know, you know, they would submit the bands to us and then we would share with the other person at the designated time. Uh, but like that really is a little more time sensitive, I think, or, or you require a little bit more time to deck build around that. And but God, I love that idea. That was from Jordan, uh, Jordan from um, the People's Champ podcast. And he was he's playing in our uh, listener series as well. And so I just Big shout out to Jordan. That was a really fun idea, and I imagine that we will use it again at some point. Um, but, anyways, yeah, yeah. Also, I, his his for... his videos he's made during the series have been hilarious as well. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Would would recommend. They're comedy gold. <laughs> yes, as well as having like you know really good play in them too, but also hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So um, in the finals, like I said, uh, now that we've kind of identified our challenges, Corbett and Maxi, like I said, both went with, uh, with Beast. They both brought Druid, Hunter, you joked, Priest, uh, Beast Priest, and Warrior. <laughs> they brought the four same classes. Yes, they, they all br brought the four same classes. Oh, dude. Um, their decks are remarkably similar, which just shows you how big brain they are. It's it's quite wonderful, actually. Wow. And and uh, one of them, I think it was Maxi, um, went with um, no, it, it was Corbett um, went with a uh, an odd druid as well because Baku the Moon Ooh. Eater themselves is a beast. Yes. <laughs> Interesting. Ooh, and you got that support. You got the uh, that support card, that five drop too, for odd cards. You do. Uh huh. You very much do. <laughs> so um, Maxi did not go odd, um, but I think that was like the the biggest kind of difference. Uh, in Corbett's Warrior too, um, uh, he runs Doctor Boom Mad Genius, which um, Maxi doesn't. Um, uh, so that that may be like a value generator. It could, um, yeah. That we'll see kind of a relevant um, here. Gosh, in just an hour or that's, two, like shortly. <laughs> that's not against the rules, right? To ride cards that generate like other tribes no. or whatnot. No, that's okay. fine. 
That is a-okay. Yeah, as long as the actual minions that they're running mm-hmm. are all beasts, then you're good. That's a yeah. good question, though. We had some of that stuff come up. Because, you know, we we have had to ban cards from time to time. Or we'd have things that, like, you know, if it generates too much stuff, like, maybe we don't want that. I don't know. It's It's been an, it's been interesting. Getting to make custom rules for people to play with is, is pretty fun. It's like a tavern brawl every week, you know? <laughs> it is. I'm only surprised we didn't ban river croc and i think that they just must have assumed that we did because they didn't they didn't run it it's the oh, most easy no, no, no. card i'm surprised you didn't ban silver pack silver bag patriarch that's the that's the one card you gotta <laughs> <laughs> um we actually also have our bands in as well so corbett banned maxi's druid okay and maxi banned corbett's priest Ooh. oh no beast priest <laughs> Not for Corbett, but Not Maxi Corbett. can run his Beast Priest. <laughs> I'm excited to see that. Yeah, for those people who are watching live, I would encourage you to stick around after the show so you can watch these these folks uh, duke it out. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, we will uh, record it and post it on our YouTube channel over the weekend. And so um, I w- will do our best to not spoil it for anybody uh, but, but check it out. It'll be like, th- this is the final two. This has been eight weeks worth of, of games. And, uh, it, you know, it's all kind of culminated in this. So these are, you know, and, and matches were, um, determined by win rate. And so these are the two best players, right? Is that what you say? Or the people with the highest win rate for sure. Uh, regardless, like some incredible, incredible players. And so the skill that you will see is, is just phenomenal. And uh, this is five rounds of Swiss uh, where all the matchmaking was done uh, via um, that. uh, um, Wow. Lots of buzz (laughs) where all the matchmaking was done based off of their prior record, which determined our top eight uh, in those seeds. And then it was done single elimination uh, playoff style. So this is the finals. These are the final two who have earned their spot to compete for the grand prize. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Very, very, very exciting. So, yeah. uh, so if anybody, anybody, Oh yeah. Uh, if you carry on. Interested. <laughs> <laughs> so for anyone who's interested in participating in season three, uh, this season, uh, this is the final week. You know, we're in the finals. We're going to be taking a little bit of a break, uh, before we return for season three, kind of get our ducks in a row. Um, so ke- stay tuned. Uh, we'll, of course, make an announcement in the Discord, on Twitter, and whatnot whenever the call comes out for um, registration for our next season. So stay tuned, and uh, we will be back in full force after that. Yeah. Also, stay tuned here tonight and or on YouTube uh, if you're watching afterwards or the match itself. It's going to be a blast. Yeah. Love it. So that is what's happening in the listener series this week. Hydra, what else is happening in the world of Hearthstone? Well, we have a little bit of news. First up, we have the Book of Heroes. Malfurion has now dropped. Uh, This just came the other day. Has anybody here played this yet? Uh, let's, let's, let's see, Nate, have you, have you played this? Yeah, it was fun. I really liked it. One of the things that I noticed, um, 
I didn't think I, I didn't think it was very difficult. Like when I played the uh, the guff one last week, like there was a couple of the boss fights that were like really hard. And this mm-hmm. one, I, it wasn't that bad. It was just fun. I just had a good time. And one thing that I noticed, I w- I really liked some of the hero portraits that they used. Um, the you know, like young Malfurion, and they had like Illidan, pr- like pre Demon Hunter Illidan, and yeah. uh, the the cards that they used, like for Taranda, the the hero or the legend cards or whatever. Like this, mm-hmm. the unused artwork is so cool. So I really hope that. I mean, I'm a sucker for cosmetics. I know that's, you know, not everybody is, but I love that stuff and I would love to see it in game sometime. So, um, I, I, anyways, yeah, I had a good time with it. I thought it was pretty fun. I, I don't know. I, I, the, the decks that they put together were kind of weird, but like overall, I just enjoyed myself. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I don't know. Sheep, what about you? Yeah, so I've played through all of it except for the final boss. I, I did kind of one run through of the, the final boss um, right before we started here tonight. So I've kind of, you know, started feeling that one out. Uh, I didn't win the one that I, I went through, but, you know, I was getting to know my own deck and kind of the, the play pattern. Mm-hmm. So um, I imagine whenever I play it like a, a couple more times at, at least, um, uh, I'll be able to claim victory and earn that druid pack. Um, so the rest of the story like you were saying has been really great the art assets the i mean they recorded all of the voice lines for the the emotes and stuff for for all the the druid things that that you say throughout like let me take that to ladder please (laughs) give me more emotes i will say every time i hear like malfurion says wild so often that i always want to like clip the voices and then use them later i must protect the wild you know i am the champion of the wilds like i just want to save all of those and keep them and put a little soundboard together uh you know that's on my like someday to-do list but it there was some there were definitely some unique voice lines in this that were fun uh, Brian, yeah, have you not... played it yet? Uh, yeah, I did. I played it, and uh, I had to replay the last two fights mm-hmm. like a couple times. But uh, yeah, I, it was interesting. Uh, one thing I noticed, though, I I didn't notice this before, but like when playing Book of Heroes, there's actually a different soundtrack, like not the usual Hearthstone soundtrack. So like I didn't even notice that. So. Like next time, like when there's another book of heroes, I want to uh, kind of just listen to the music. Oh, sweet! Yeah, because hmm. I didn't even know that book of heroes had like special soundtrack. Like, because I just listen to my own like music, like my own Spotify. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's interesting. That's super cool. I I saw somebody on one of one of the Hearthstone subreddits had assembled like the various Hearthstone soundtracks. Uh, from all the different um, expansions and adventures and stuff. Um, and I downloaded them, which was really cool, but it stopped at, like, I think Descent of Dragons was the last one, and there weren't any oh. more recent ones. And I I was like, I reached out. I was like, do you have any more recent ones? And the guy responded. I was like, no, I don't. Sorry. And uh, I wish that they would make those assets available. Like, dude, I would buy those if they – or put them on iTunes or put them on Amazon or something. Like that would be kind of fun to to get those soundtracks. I would kind of like 
how Steam sells the game, and then you can pay a couple bucks more and get the soundtrack. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. That'd be kind of well, neat. If you're I listening, Hearthstone. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have a feeling that the soundtracks are from WoW, like because they sound kind of like from WoW. So they might have just took the soundtrack from WoW. But, oh. Uh, who knows? Maybe it is a unique soundtrack. Huh. That'll be even more awesome. Hmm. Interesting. For myself, I I played it. I haven't finished it though. So I am at I think the sixth out of eight. This is I think the first time I didn't finish it before the show because if you guys remember, I was doing it stupidly on all three accounts before the show. <laughs> like, and so I. Yeah, that that's done. I'm not doing that on all three accounts before the show anymore. Like that's way too much. And so this 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 week I did six out of eight, and I had a lot of fun. One thing a trend, like something I noticed though, is and I'm trying to figure out what they want you to do because when you have to repeat a level, you start with the same opening hand. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. Are they trying to tell you, keep these cards? These are the ones you want. What I noticed is like, that there's a clear play style intended for each deck, but you often won't know what that is until halfway through the match. Like a lot of times, like, what is this garbage that they're feeding me? Other yeah. times, other times it's super obvious where they give you a a gibber a gibberling. And like three zero cost spells. It's like, oh, I think I know what I need to do. <laughs> or they <laughs> like, just give you ramp and they're like, here's your ramp. <laughs> but this I noticed that too. Yeah, like I, the especially, I, I definitely replayed the last one two or three times. And uh, there, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't played it yet, but there was a little twist at the end and I was not, <gasps> I was not expecting it. And, and had to had to play through it a couple of times, but I, um, Malfurion's a ghost. He's always been dead. <laughs> he was it was dead all the whole an time? emerald dream. <laughs> somehow, somehow I see Malf dead people. <laughs> somehow <laughs> Malfurion has returned. <laughs> <laughs> I see golden wisps. Uh, I think <laughs> I did notice that when I repeated it, I was like, why is it? giving me the same cards that it gave me last time like because it wants you to play them but okay I think so i think you're not <laughs> supposed to throw those away probably not <laughs> i don't want these cards <laughs> yeah well anyways um we have also uh this one so we noticed with the book of heroes that they typically will come with alternate hero portraits and with the book of mercenaries, they do not. And I assume that's just because those are going to be the rewards track portraits. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe. So that's my assumption too, because um, we got three this time. Rokara uh, was, and yeah, yeah. Zarella. Kurt uh, Russ was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kurt, Kurt was the other one. So we'll probably we'll get Guff next time. And yes, that'd yeah, be cool. Guff. Guff was oh, man. so great. I, I you really better like get that. Guff. That would be amazing. Yeah. I want the funniest, dopiest remarks from him. <laughs> Hit the concede button. Troops. <laughs> Troops. That would be best. <laughs> Bottom right. What about his wow, his wow emotes? 
<laughs> right? Right? <laughs> we were talking before the show started, we were talking about the Simpsons for two seconds. Who, like, Guff reminds me of Ralph Wiggum, right? Like, but with a different, but with like a baritone. <laughs> the doctor said my nose wouldn't bleed if I kept my finger out of there. <laughs> Mm, guff wiggum okay so up next uh we have the emerald malfurion bundle so um you can get the nice amazing amazing new artwork as your hero and you get five druid packs for 9.99 usd for myself, I definitely got this. I'm a sucker for all of the skins. I love having them. This one is absolutely gorgeous. Did you guys pick this up? Nate, did you grab this? The show is called Born to be Whale, after all. Uh, <laughs> the artwork, so Alex Horley is the artist. He did an amazing, amazing job. He had posted on Twitter earlier uh like an animated version of this with music playing in the background and and all the flowers and leaves like blowing around like this this artwork is so good like it's just rad and it's a shame that you can't see it on like i love that in client it shows the full uh like rectangular artwork animated because in client like the hero portrait is so small uh but this the picture is just gorgeous where you see the nightmare uh, on the outside and the, the Emerald dream in the middle. And he's, you know, protecting us from the nightmare or whatever it's supposed to be. Uh, but it's just gorgeous. It's really cool. Uh, and I got 40 dust times five packs. So uh, that's, but that's okay. The artwork is really why I bought it. So yeah. 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 Uh, sheep you. Yeah. I picked it up as well. Um, like you said, I picked it up specifically for the um, portrait. I'm probably still going to mostly use um, Dame Hazelbark because, of course, I am. But uh, <laughs> every now and then I'll throw this one in because it is legitimately amazing and beautiful artwork. So I'll, I'll, I'll probably, you know, put a, put a good old Malfurion in there a time or two. Um, I, I had a little bit better luck than you did with the, the packs. I had like a, an epic or two, but... Um, you know, five packs, couple epics. Got an amazing uh, a new hero portrait. That's what I really spent the money for. So yeah, I was pretty happy about that. I'm still <laughs> waiting for it? the random random hero portrait. Is really what is like it's it's been singing to me now for like a year. Oh hell yeah! Like right? they they need to do it, especially now that I've got like ten ten portraits for each class. Like please come on. I mean, yeah. they said at BlizzCon, someone asked in the QA, and they said they'll do it. Yeah, I think now it's just a matter of when. So, well, and they've been releasing so many more portraits too. Like mm -hmm. last rewards track had a few of them. This one had significantly more. Like they're they're definitely giving us the um, assets to actually roll out <laughs> and make well, yeah. it worth our while to well, that and have the randomization. I think that combined with allowing people to buy old ones as well. Um, cause for a while there was all this like, you know, ex exclusivity and now that you can buy them or spend gold to get them, like there's an incentive to start collecting them. Um, so anyways, yeah, Brian, did you get it? 
Uh, yeah, I got it. Um, I, I'm I'm a collector. I mean, we're all whales here. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, I want to collect all the portraits, uh, even if I don't use them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, I, I I did get the druid packs though, but I'm saving it for next expansion because I already have all the druid cards for uh, this uh, set. I'm glad. Standard set. I'm glad that one of us here is smart. <laughs> <laughs> like that never it, crossed my mind. It didn't even occur to me. Like, right? Because I've got a full set, right? Why? Why open packs when you know you're gonna get duplicates? Like, I'm hunting for that like one in a million golden legendary, which does not happen very often. And uh, yes, it, it would have definitely been better off just like not opening these. Oops. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. that's a. Another that's another reason why I save packs. Like I usually I try to save packs either for the next expansion or when nerfs happen. Then I open my packs so I can get a bunch of nerfs cards and dust them. Ooh. Nope. That was definitely big brain. I did not think of that. <laughs> I ended up getting two epic cards and one was golden, which is pretty cool. So Yeah, that's like, nice. Yeah, definitely worth it. I don't recall which epics they were, but actually what's Funny is both those epics were actually in the same pack too. Whoa! Oh, cool. And the rest of the packs wow. were their, you know, just regular old pack. But yeah, I can't complain. It was good. I, in the end, I when I'm getting these things, I'm paying for the art. Yeah. So that's that's I, what I'm there. For. Have you seen that? You know that Hearthstone animated cartoon, uh, or like the animated GIF of the like the Blood Elf, and he's like flicking the card and it and it goes through the air and, and it goes into the bottle and turns into dust have you seen that oh yeah yeah no. the, uh, oh yeah. i gotta find it for you guys like that's me every time i open a pack it's like <laughs> whew, dust whew, dust <laughs> <laughs> like i'll find it i'll find it for you guys it's it's brilliant yeah yeah let us know okay yeah, well, to be honest we like have not had a lot of news this week so uh, we're going to move into some meta discussion. Uh, so, Nate, do you want to tell us about the new Tempo Storm Wild Meta Snapshot? Yeah, so we got one. Um, uh, it came out June 22nd, which is three days ago as of the recording of this podcast. Uh, some some good friends over at Tempo Storm uh, have been on the show in the past, and and they put together a Meta Snapshot. And so we, we've got a new one uh, sitting here in Tier 1. Three decks, uh, Dark Lair Warlock, Reno Priest, and Odd Paladin. So this is your post-Stealer uh, of Souls meta snapshot here. And it's no surprise to me to see the Reno Priest in the Dark Lair. Uh, having Odd Paladin at Tier 1 is... is um, I don't know. You know, I've been saying for a long time, I think it was kind of the, like the sleeper. Like, it's just solid. Um, I, I don't know. I trust the kind of i trust the data i trust the expert opinions it's definitely a really solid deck if you want to climb uh and i don't feel like i'm necessarily qualified to to say whether it's tier one or not if it's not if it's not tier one then it's high tier two so i i i'm comfortable with that judgment call uh and then they've got in tier two secret mage pirate warrior mozaki mage odd rogue cute warlock uh, Kingsbane Rogue, Big Priest, and Galakron Shaman. So it's it's a, a a list with more variety than we've seen in the past. Um, I, I heard people kind of 
uh, poking fun at it a little bit, like Big Priest in Tier 2, Galakron Shaman in Tier 2. Like, okay. But the I like that the meta has shifted somewhat. I mean, that's awesome, really. That's kind of what we want, right? And I will say, uh, yes, Odd Paladin is very consistent. Yes, it has so much refill, and it is very consistent that it's, it's good. It's good. I've got um, a question about the Secret Mage. Um I swear I test for Flame Ward every time and it's never Flame Ward. Are they not running Flame Ward or is it like one? Like what is happening? I see whenever whenever I play Aggro uh, Druid, they always have Oh, they always have it. Oh <laughs> yeah. I actually brought as my deck of the week uh Secret Mage from from this list, so I'll talk oh, about okay. it in just a minute. But Okay, good, because I'm I'm confused. Some of the secrets are kind of interchangeable. I remember when nobody was running Ice Block, and and now they do. I mean, there's some... Well, we'll talk about it in a minute. But, like, anyways. I, I did see all of the... Uh, at the at the bottom of Tier 4, Dead Man's Hand Warrior is there. And I saw the cultists get <laughs> angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I hear that if... I think the, the legend goes... That if you play the deck correctly, you can have a 100% win rate, uh, but it's just very difficult to play the deck correctly. Uh, their Discord for Dead Man's Hand, I think, has more people than ours does, and there's definitely a cult following. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's funny. I, I like to kind of poke fun at it, but um, I I I've been bodied by it, so I, I don't want to talk too much trash on it. Uh, but yeah, I I mean, this whole thing looks very, um, I, it definitely looks different than it did a couple weeks ago. I mean, Dark Lair being tier one, I'm not surprised at all, especially after watching. Uh, last week after the show, we did a match with Martian Boo and Maxibon, and they both brought Dark Lair Warlock, and it was just, I it was like the most degenerate games I've ever <laughs> seen. Like, you can have a stacked board on turn three like what um and and the deck is is consistent as well uh so i don't know you guys have any thoughts on this meta snapshot or any takeaways well i'm not surprised to see seeker mage up there because um that was the most common mage deck that i faced like it's very consistent and mm -hmm. i'm not talking about i'm not talking about the reno variation of seeker mage um actually one thing like i think i, I don't know if it's a hot take but my Supposed hot take for Reno Seeker Mage is that it's a bait because you rather just go for the consistency, just putting mm -hmm. it out there. <laughs> but yeah, that's the one thing I dislike when people like like play Reno Seeker Mage and say that's good. I I just think Secret Mage like the two of them are just so much better. Yeah, that's, that's my take on it. Especially for that archetype in particular, like having the um, consistency is is really important. I think. Well, and I think it. It's a good counter to some of the other meta decks. Um, Flak Mage can wreck the aggro decks, right? So your your yeah. odd paladin or some of your more aggressive decks. Um, the counter spell can be pretty devastating against big priest or priest in general. Um, I you know ice block. Uh, it does well against dark lair because they get they bring themselves relatively low in health, and then you just hit them in the face with the fireballs or cloud princes. And so, um, yeah, I mean, it seems very strong and very consistent for sure. 
Yeah. Well, and, and the explosive runes is like one of the best secrets for mage like that's been printed in like a long time like it's just it's so it's exactly what a it's exactly what that deck would want like you do damage and you get tempo at the same time mm -hmm. yeah and as soon as your opponent if you're playing uh the the highlander variant as soon as they see one of your uh highlander cards they can then look at all of the secrets that you've played and identify which ones you cannot have played going forward. It takes a lot of the advantages that you have whenever you're not running the Highlander variant um, mm -hmm. away. I really like seeing Odd Rogue in Tier 2 on here because that's an old favorite of mine. I would love to give Odd Rogue another spin. Oh, it's so fun. And there's there's different ways that you can build it, too. I mean, it can be more mid-range here. It can be more aggressive. When mm -hmm. I, I remember when I was pushing hard for that 1K rogue portrait, um, I think I was using Swagwar's list. Or it was it was either his or Martian Boo's. They were very oh, with the sinister strikes and the stealth. Yeah, they were very yeah. they were very similar, but it was just super aggressive. And like, all right, you just win on turn three, four, five. Isn't like their Wolf Rider. Yeah, yeah, with the war yeah. writer or whatever, and and uh, yeah, man, that it was fun though. Like you just smash face; it's great. I remember. I think it was, uh, um, oh gosh, uh, Hydra. Who do we have on the show? He, uh, Kareem, Kareem. Um, when, yeah, yeah. When, when he was on the show, I love the quote from him. He he goes, "Hey, sometimes I just want to smash face." <laughs> like, yeah. it's... That's what I think when I play that deck. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, Mirak's awesome. Yeah, yeah, he's good people. It was great. <laughs> I I don't know how cute Warlock gets to to be as as powerful as it as it is. I've tried to make it work, and I'm just so bad at it. Uh, <laughs> I'm I, not saying that it's not powerful. I'm saying I have a hard time uh, learning it to get there. Uh, I had that same conversation <laughs> with Blue Train, like saying, hey, you should try this. It's pretty strong. And I played. I'm like, this deck is awful. Don't like he's like, no, no, it's it's really good. And you're probably not playing it right. Like, I just can't get into it. I will say when, you know, uh, Hearthstone's in client deck builder is supposed to make you the quote unquote, like best deck or whatever. Uh -huh. And so I loaded it up the other day and I clicked on warlock and i just hit complete my deck and that's what it built was the cute warlock and i was like wow okay <laughs> that, uh, i was that was interesting i i was not expecting that so that i i assume that you know and i think i don't remember i think this was before the meta snapshot came out but mm -hmm. i was like wow i was surprised it didn't make dark lair um but right. oh, it, it probably well. has a lower skill cap i mean well, the the thing is, is that um, because I actually have done the auto complete, and it actually mm -hmm. does make a different deck every time. Like sometimes oh, it, it makes the same deck. Yeah, like I think there's like maybe like a top five that it chooses from, but uh... it makes a different deck every time. Like, <laughs> like eventually it'll probably make the same deck again. But it like because I tried auto complete it, auto complete a deck, and then I tried making another one, and it did it like two different decks. So. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Good to know. I also really love the fact that Togwaggle Druid uh, made an honorable mention at number 24. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the other thing is, and I, I I don't know, my understanding of these lists is that the, you know, these are not, I don't think they're necessarily listed in any order. 
uh, in the tiers, like, you know, tier four, there's, you know, 20 through 25. I don't know that they're actually in order of power level. I think that maybe it's just those six decks are the tier four decks. Like, I don't know that they're listed in any order. I'm not really sure. Um, I do not know. I always assumed that the order that they gave in was the, um, you know, kind of order in their, you know, mm-hmm. anything that's in tier, you know, for example, one, you know, yeah, is is fantastic. But Dark Glare slightly edges the other ones out. But I don't know that for sure either. So I could be mistaken. That was just always kind of my assumption since they give them numeric values. That's true. That's true. We, I, I, you know what? If I can find the answer out and get back to you guys, so we actually we, we know the people who write this. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> I I'll report back next week. How about that? Here, let's let's ask a simple one one question. So in tier three, the uh-huh. very bottom we have odd demon hunter, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then at the top we have discard warlock. Which deck do you think is better? Oh, discard warlock is better <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. yeah yeah well and then under it murloc shaman and hand buff paladin like those are better they they yeah. are an aggro druid go. should be up in like you know bottom of tier one i don't know what what they're doing with that tier s <laughs> <laughs> no bottom of tier one Bo- bottom of tier one I'm, I'm realistic about it come on our mr day one legend <laughs> over here yeah 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 i mean that was one time <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need just once right there you go Hey, so this week, uh, you know, speaking, speaking of mages, uh, we had something fun this week that we've been hearing about, um, six J, uh, released their Mozaki mage guide on hearthstonedex.net. And so, uh, there was a tweet that came out a couple of days ago. Um, six J said, I'm excited to let everyone know that the Mozaki guide is finally out. Huge thanks to NHL fan and Ben from work for co-writing uh, Matson for editing and neon for getting it posted. Don't hesitate to reach out. If you have any questions uh, not answered in the guide and the guide is incredibly thorough, like not only how to play, but also like goes into all the different strategies, all the different matchups. Um, and, and like, I just cannot say enough. Very, very thorough, very well done. Uh, if you're interested in learning how to play Mozaki Mage, I highly recommend it. Uh, I'll post the link in chat now, and we'll post the link in the show notes. Um, so yeah, and, and these are all friends of ours as well, and so it's really fun to see them put something together like this. Um, and I kind of jokingly um, r- reached out and said, uh, "Hey, I you know, because Six J says, hey, if you've got any questions, let me know." And so I said, yeah, now that you've written a guide for Mosaki Mage, can you tell me what counters it so that I can play that instead? Because everyone's going to be playing this deck that you wrote a guide for. Uh-huh. And, and 6J responded, uh, like, I actually took it seriously. So, uh, um, hey, play Secret Mage or Pirate Warrior. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> Pro strats. <laughs> right, right. I, I meant it mostly as a joke, but I suppose I didn't really phrase it that way. But I appreciate the uh, response regardless. So <laughs> that was fun. I do think I spent a lot of time with Ben learning how to play the deck and did some co-op with 6J as well, uh, piloting it. It's not easy, I will say that, but it's incredibly, yeah. incredibly fun. It, it almost reminds me of that old school style, like, uh, 
freeze mage or exodia mage where you combo off and it's so uh just it's fulfilling when you can you know it's very apm based so you have to be quick and you have to be able to make some decisions on the fly and uh it 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 can be punishing but overall like just really really fun to play and so i i recommend it um and yeah some definitely definitely some big brain people that worked on that guide so I recommend it. Have you guys checked it out at all? Um, I read the whole guide actually, and I I approve of it. Um, so <laughs> you got my endorsement for that guide. Nice. Even though I yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, and- very thoroughly written. Like I approve. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Wh- whenever um, I was a uh, climbing with a aggro druid back in the day, um, <laughs> been from work was a. Uh, always a uh, formidable opponent on his uh, Mazaki mage. So um, uh, definitely a fantastic pilot and um, deck builder specifically with this archetype. Um, also others, but specifically with this one. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great guide uh, with, with some top tier uh, minds behind it as well who know what they're talking about. Yeah, I fully trust 6J NHL fan and Ben from work. All amazing players. So I Oh yeah. If you want to learn how to play the deck, this is the way to go, for sure. Yeah. These, these people know what they're talking about. Well, we don't see this type of thing written up that thoroughly that often. I mean, I think the last time we saw something similar was when Bodybuilder put out his guide for hand buff paladin. And that was I think along the same lines of of how thorough this is uh mm-hmm. but these types of guides are really few and far between and so Laborde i sangre i want to shout out for doing uh guides as well he hasn't done one recently but Labori sangre that's quite true. thorough you know what oh, yeah, yeah i remember when he uh and and i think he gets bonus points for hitting legend with like what he did recruit warrior right and then he yeah. took uh basically that weapon weapon rogue and made it a thing in wild like non-kingsbane Oak scimitar, uh, yeah, scimitar, and was just just cr- absolutely crushed it. And then he's written some guides. I think they're on Ace Ace Games, Ace Game Guides, something like that. Something um, like that, yeah. So yeah, for sure. Anyways, um, so yeah, ch- check check it out, you guys uh, who are listening. I, I highly recommend it. It's a really fun deck to play, and um you get that just rewarding feeling when you're able to combo off. That's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, aside from that, um, talking about ladder a little bit, what we've been playing, uh, I'll start out briefly and just say that, um, I was just wanting to rank up a little bit. I, because I've been playing some other things, my rank has been sliding. And so I, I didn't, I didn't lose as many ranks as I thought, but I went from, um, uh, five, like about 500 to like the high 600s. And uh, so wanting to get some ranks back, I put together, I just pulled the list from the Tempo Storm snapshot, uh, but I've been playing the Reno Priest deck and the Secret Mage deck. And part of it is because I have them in all gold. And part of it is because they're nice. good. <laughs> nice. but, um, but, you know, it's good. And it's fun to kind of see the decks change a little bit over time. Um, for a while there, they were not running ice block and now they are. 
Uh, it does well against Mozaki. Um, and you know, this can counter some of the other decks. It's just very consistent. So I don't, I don't know that there's any, anything particularly crazy about this list. I know, um, Oasis ally has started creeping its way in. I always forget about the new secrets, the new paladin secrets, especially like mess me up when you attack into something and I'm expecting the, the get down guy, the two, the two one. And then all of a sudden it turns my thing into a a one, one, like, Hey, how dare you do that? Like that? I I'm old. I've been playing this game for a long time. I don't, I'm used to all the old secrets and not the new ones, but so Oasis ally, like, Oh God, now I got to deal with a three, six that freezes. Um, so, you know, I, I think that I, I still think that there's some room to maneuver in this list. And like schmoopy daddy is in chat right now saying, um, minus one flame ward plus one allies. Uh, that's yeah. This deck is running no flame ward, which is a little scary. That's what I was getting at because like, I tend to run aggressive decks and I'm always testing for flame ward. Mm-hmm. Same. And mm-hmm. it's never been flame ward. And looking at this list, there is absolutely no flame wards. So yeah, I'm going to add like two now. <laughs> yeah. Do, no, no, don't, don't change it. <laughs> Mess with everybody. I, I know there's no flame ward. I'm, I'm not testing for it anymore. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. Well, you have to. You always have to attack face to test for rigged fair game because you don't want them to draw three cards. Yeah. So, and and if it's flame ward, then it tests for both at the same time. So, uh-huh. you know, I don't know. I never thought I'd see the day when we only run one occult conjurer instead of two, and here we are. So, I uh, you know, talk about a refined list. And like Brian was saying earlier, I've been playing Secret Mage for so many years. Like way back, long before I hit Legend, I, I was playing suboptimal Secret Mage when half these cards didn't exist, and it was still fun because there's been Secret Mage synergy for years, like years and years. Um, so yeah, I just enjoy it. I know people get mad playing playing it. It's, it's supposed to be like the brainless deck, but there's <laughs> there's definitely um, something to be said for. Uh, you know, the order that you play your cards, choosing when to, uh, you know, remove minions and when to switch and start going face. And I think that there's also, you know, being careful about which which secrets you actually play. Uh, ordering can really be important depending on what they are. Uh, for, for a time there, I think when people were, when Stealer of Souls was really... Uh, running rampant people started putting potion of polymorph in this deck uh which was entertaining um <laughs> and but but like okay potion of polymorph and explosive runes work together and uh you know if you turn something into a sheep and then do six damage to it versus you know rude <laughs> 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 so anyways uh that's what i've been playing but we wait by by potion of polymorph you meant lamb sauce right yeah 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 exactly <laughs> exactly well and l- like you were saying though on the flip side if you have explosive runes per- first and they play something that has seven health that soaks up six damage and then gets turned into a sheep you don't want that to happen it, yeah yeah um anyways that's that's me 
I see, uh, Sheep, you've been playing some Pirate Warrior. I saw you call the deck Captain Jack Sparrow, and as soon as I see that, like, I hear the words in my head, the, the <laughs> uh, Lonely Island uh, Michael, Michael Bolton, Bolton. Michael Bolton song? <laughs> yeah. This is the tale of Captain <laughs> Jack Sparrow. Oh, my goodness. I, no I, lies. When I'm playing the deck, I sing the song. I hope whether you do. it's playing or not. <laughs> Giant squid. <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you you should check it out. <laughs> it's, and it's so funny because so Michael hilarious. Bolton, like to see him do that, because like growing up, Michael Bolton was this weird fabio looking long haired star guy, and for him to do this was just so funny. It, he parodied himself like ah, yeah. it, it, you really have to be like the better person to do that because he, he like oh god it's just so funny it's so funny Anyways. yeah I, I had no strong opinions about michael bolton before the listening to that song and now it's all positive <laughs> right right <laughs> But yeah, I, I of course brought brought Pirate Warrior to continue in my swashbuckling ways. Um, <laughs> whenever I'm winding down after a, a Sea of Thieves uh, session this week, I was definitely slinging some pirates and uh, shooting some ship's cannons into my opponent's face. Sometimes you just want to hit face. Face is face the place. Is the place. Hey, Jinx. <laughs> Whoa. That was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still, like, I'm on the same sort of uh, thing right now. I was running Pirate Warrior last week, and I'm still doing it. Um, it's, it's, it's what I like to do, what I feel comfortable with when I don't have a new, exciting thing to play. And I'm trying to look and see if there's much of a difference between this and what I normally run. It's pretty much similar oh you have lotheb uh, in this list there's lotheb and i don't normally have the dread corsairs which actually is pretty nice with outriders axe you know what though mm -hmm. yeah hydra your version was running the um uh the 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 guys that create one ones when you attack right what's it called oh. uh my uh, booter sea shark fan shark right? fin fan shark fan yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, two mana two two, and whenever you attack yeah, with the, the hero, it poops out a one one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that one. Yeah, because we've got the sky barges and the ship's cannons, and mm -hmm. it's a lot of shots to the face. Yeah, yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mine is a little bit more teched for because um, I'm basically getting reps in in advance of my uh, THL match as well. Uh. So it's a little bit more teched for um, tournament play than it is for ladder play, but Indeed. I am getting reps on ladder. So, <laughs> so I mean, that's I, what Hydra and I have been jamming. <laughs> I probably should because I'm at like 950 with Warrior. Mm. And oh, I, so close. I just don't like, I don't enjoy the class, but like, but like Corrupted Garage is like one of the best portraits I've ever seen. It's just so good. Nate, we should take turns and, and co-op together because I'm also around 950. Oh, I, 100%. Oh. I'm down. Yes, let's do it. Nice. I've been neglecting Hearthstone lately anyways. I'm down. Uh, I'm fully I'm fully down for that. All right. Well, we got some actually some spicy lists here that Brian... Some yeah. really cool lists. Yeah. 
are we we're going over the even reno one sure we can do what or yeah. yeah let's do this first so even All reno right. demon hunter best deck in the game hey <gasps> it runs two ragnaroses the green variety and the fire variety <laughs> hey i like that i like that so did yeah. you yeah what was your inspiration for for building this and and how do you play it um well well my inspiration for making this was kind of just to poke pun it poke poke fun at blizzard because like when you have gen Greymane, it discounts the hero power by one right but oh uh, except <laughs> but uh yeah except for demon hunter and it does nothing so i just wanted to poke fun at blizzard for not making that little adjustment so that's it should, where should I it cost with the deck should it cost zero or what <laughs> um i mean i guess zero like i don't know maybe that was too broken but op yeah <laughs> but yeah the funny thing is though is that the even reno demon hunter actually does fine against aggro decks it's just it struggles against uh combo and control but yeah. against aggro it's fine that's why i'm 2-0 with it <laughs> <laughs> hey you can still say it's 100 percent win rate that's great now have yeah. you gotten any wows when you drop gen um no, I get wows at the start of the game because that's when the, uh, <laughs> that's when the animation shows up. <laughs> that's great. Rip. So are there are there any particular like uh, combos? Like you said, it, it kind of feasts on aggro. What are some kind of like really uh, something that I wouldn't know just kind of looking at the deck that you're like, oh, this is one of the things that makes it so successful against that archetype oh well um reno obviously um <laughs> but uh yeah reno actually can carry really hard but also the the demon hunter cards are really strong like um and the hero power like the class itself is designed kind of to be strong like just with having a one mana hero power um so that's why like this deck even though literally like you have a purposely worse deck for no reason it's still it still works it's kind of like the ultimate bm right yeah. and um back in like earlier like variations of that deck like um i once ran snow flipper penguins and i had a moment where i played snow flipper on one and my opponent conceded <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. incredible that's that's beautiful <laughs> Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I like it. It's uh, I I'm jealous here. It looks like I got the the screenshot from Sheep. Um, I don't have the uh, what is it? Cor Corvus Blood, Blood something or other. The two mana legendary. I don't have uh -huh. it in gold yet. What do you have to do to get it in gold? You have to get you have to get 500 wins with the class. Is that what it is? Yeah, uh, 500 wins so. with Demon Hunter will get it. Get it for you. Uh, I'm pretty close. You'll get there. I'll get there eventually. Um, okay. Well, this looks like fun, but let's talk about some mage things since we do have the mage expert with us tonight. Let's. Uh, the next yeah. one up I've got is this Luna's Pocket Galaxy Reno, and this is this is spicy. I not, not only is this a really good list, um, but yeah, I, I I think this is also fun to play and and. Um, yeah, uh, Brian, what can you tell us about this? Um, well, I mean, Reno, like this, ver like 
Pluto's Pocket Galaxy Reno is like my favorite mage archetype, like my favorite type of deck. Um, but I found that this deck in particular has it's pretty even like across the board. Um, although you kind of need an adaptive play style because there's a lot of different like situations, especially with Potion of Illusion um, and Barista. So there's like like games, every game plays out differently, which is kind of fun because like you don't want every game to play out the same. Right. Yeah, and pocket, pocket just makes things go crazy. <laughs> there's, I, I love this because it's super. It's like, I don't know if you play it right, it's just so strong and it can be really greedy, but it's rewarding. Um, and like barista, barista is, uh. I don't know, like it, it, when all your stuff costs one because of Luna's barista is like super OP uh, brand barista is is pretty crazy. Oh. Um, yeah, and the the most OP combo I found was uh, like Varden and like copying it and playing it repeatedly, so you keep oh. it. Yeah, oh, that's so gross. That's I, awesome. <laughs> I played the list back before this new set. I, I that's when I had played more of it. And I see that we're running Varden now. Are there any other new cards in here? Um, I'm running Horde Operative now because because I, I ran into a lot of secret mages on mm. ladder lately. Uh, how do you how do you like card. the Horde Operative as opposed to like Eater of Secrets or one of those? Um, I like Horde Operative because one like it, it's a spider tank in stats, mm -hmm. but also it's kind of good to co copy the secrets because they kind of benefit you more than it benefits the opponent. Like for example, ice block. Like if you're able to copy an ice block, yeah. like that's pretty huge. I suppose that way you know what what their secret is as well. Yeah, and that too, you can get information that way. Mm -hmm. Um. So how do you uh how do you play this um like to get this loon? Like do, you don't normally want to pay full cost for Luna's, right? You want to cheat it out. Is um... this? I wouldn't say cheat it out, more so get it out early because you have mana saver to kind of help with that and dragon caster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, but the thing is that, like, if you have a, if you have a good read on what your opponent is playing, like, if they're for sure playing control or even combo, then you would keep pocket galaxy because it's that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Especially, uh, like, one of the things I found really powerful is, uh, uh, copying mutinous against combo and control decks you just eat their whole hand <laughs> oh yeah i was gonna say so that i think that's the other card that this is in here that it's one of the new ones is mutinous the destroyer and uh yeah yeah what has been your experience with that card so far uh it's been insane like it basically makes me win every control slash combo matchup like because like i can repeatedly copy mutinous or double a battle cry with bran and stuff it's crazy we had a we had a weekly challenge to that effect. It's pretty fun. Mm. <laughs> Very recently. <laughs> I love it. I love that card. Um yeah, okay, so you were mentioning how how do you mana cheat uh to get Lunas out early? I see we have escaped mana saber, uh which gives you when it attacks it gives you one extra mana, right? The and what is sorry, what is the other one? A dragon caster. Okay, what does that say? Is that is that the one? If you ha if you have a if dragon you, in your hand, then your next spell is zero. Is that right? Yep. 
Yep, that's the one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you can also use Dragon Caster to play box early, which is also always going to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's the roll. <laughs> I... You know, I mean, it, it's it feels greedy, but it feels fun to me. There's nothing like, I mean, when all your stuff costs one, and you can brand Alex, Alex, like, and just win, right? Because you, yep. you yeah, take that, him down to fifteen, and then yep. hit him for eight and eight um, is is pretty pretty fun. So, yep. also running three three vers three different versions of Alex draws on one deck also is very satisfying. Right. Yeah, it's very fun. I mean, I don't know if it's necessary, but I'm running it for fun. <laughs> hey, that's why we—that's why we play the game, right? Ideally. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. And they're all gold. Look at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is. I feel fortunate to have witnessed this. If uh, I—I th I think this is one of those. Like, if you can craft this whole deck in gold, like this is such a greedy deck in terms of legendaries, like. This is the this is the true whale deck right here. I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do actually, not have it in I, gold, but I like it. I have most of it in gold. I'm missing like the the older Highlander cards in golden, like the like OG Reno and mm -hmm. Kazakus and Dirty Rat and a, mm. and Barista. Mm. And I think that's it. And then wow. everything else for is golden. <laughs> I was lucky enough myself to actually open Barista and Gold out of a pack. And nice. That was such a good one. It really is. That was a great pull. Mm -hmm. I really like this. I'm going to give this deck a spin. It looks really fun. What's yeah. your experience and with the amazing Reno so far? Um, I found it really good against like um, Big Priest, um, which apparently uh, is tier two. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. and also uh, Warlock decks oh. that like resum and stuff. Yeah, that's a, also, a as a as a Warlock main. Like the Amazing Reno is one of my most hated cards. Like <laughs> I I never plan around it. And I'll make a giant board with Nizoth or make an, and then make another giant board with um, Blood Reaver Goldan and have somebody drop the amazing Reno and like all my beautiful death rattle cards just poof. Well, I would like it's like that meme of the person like flipping the desk in the computer. Like that's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here, here's a, a little trick. Um, what I find, well, it's, this is what I do because this is the mage perspective. Like um, I actually try to be greedy with the poof. Like I, mm -hmm. I try to poof as kind of like a emergent, like in case of emergency, break glass button. So mm -hmm. like you, like what I would do if I was facing a Reno Mage is I would try to bait the poof and then like kind of like force in the poof and then summon all of your uh, demons and then make the mage cry. <laughs> <laughs> when do you play? the yog box that's my other question because that's like a i had always thought of yog and yog box as like hail marys um so what is your um, what is your take on that um actually written a whole uh well i written an article a while back about um box and reno mage uh, i can link it in chat if i can find it oh but, that'd um, be cool yeah to sum it up um mm -hmm. To sum it up, basically, obviously, if you have no way, uh, no way to win, uh, you you just jam box. But 
you tend to want to jam box when you're behind on board or it and when you have low cards in hand because box tends to draw cards and that's basically the most uh, important things like because mm -hmm. box is a box usually ends up being a value card so you yeah. don't want to full hand while casting it that's so, i mean that's so what you, it always seemed a lot of words that didn't sound like as soon as possible but <laughs> i think the real answer is you want to play box as soon as possible right yeah i thought you <laughs> i i thought you played dragon okay. caster and then played box <laughs> i mean actually early box early box is also good yeah because yeah early box is also good because playing a 10 mana card on turn six or five with coin yeah that's true that's true I was memeing, but also uh, turns out accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true. I mean, I think one thing I noticed with Yogg and and Yogbox is that um, you very often draw lots of cards. So I, I I think that's I think that's fair to say. I like it. All right, I got one other deck here, and it is uh, Mozaki Mage. Is this the same version that that uh, 6J and and everyone has been running, or is this a little bit different? Um, yeah, that's the one I pulled from the guide. Oh, very cool. Okay. But uh, yeah, I played a few games with it for the first time this week, mm -hmm. um, and it seemed really strong. I mean, because um, I played some Mozaki slash Cyclone type of decks um, when they were in standard, so that kind of helped me kind of get an easy grasp of it. But uh, it plays very, uh, it feels really strong because of Ice Block. How, how has it been with the, the nerf to uh, refreshing spring water? Is it still feel the same? Um, I think for a while, refreshing spring water, uh, it obviously hurts, but it's not that bad because you have Sorcerer's Apprentice. Mm. Or, and Encanter Slow. Yeah, I mean, if you if you can play flow early on, then uh, it, it doesn't, doesn't even matter. matter, right? Yeah, yeah. I posted the uh, the Reno guide in chat. It's old, but a lot of the stuff still holds up. Oh, awesome! This is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna share this in the show notes as well. Um, so if anyone too late, <laughs> oh, you beat me to it. I love it. Okay, so if um, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys are not watching live and listening after the fact we'll post the show notes um they'll be both on our website and uh you know linked up with this podcast and the link will be there so if you want to check out the guide uh we'll we'll have the link let's put it this way you know the achievement that says like gain a certain amount of mana in a turn uh mm -hmm. as a mage and we were talking about how, oh you better do that before the nerf to refreshing spring water well guess what like i did not get that before the nerf and i got it after the nerf wow. pretty, pretty easily still so card still good oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean it's uh if you flow it it's still pot of greed <laughs> pot of greed and draw two cards from my deck <laughs> yeah I crafted a gold Mozaki for this deck, so I, I I enjoy it quite a bit, and I spent a lot of time playing it, and I'm still still don't feel like I'm that good at it, but it's so much fun that I I just can't stop 
playing it. Struggled sometimes against aggro. Like if you don't if you don't draw the right cards, it can be tricky. If you don't play encounters flow early enough, it can be a little bit tricky. Um, I mean, that's the nature of the deck. That's the deck you're supposed to lose to. Yeah. So. Yeah, I found aggro to be uh, the most challenging. But like once, like if I was, but as like any time I get flow and ice block, it just feels like I'm playing solitaire after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always loved like play this into a priest. It's it's awesome. You play this into like your odd paladin or something like that. It's, it's harder, but uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun regardless. Uh, highly highly recommend playing it. It's definitely uh, especially if you're a combo player. It's a lot of fun to to pull this off. Yeah, I I recommend checking out the guide. Um, I think it's really good. It's- Especially uh, for people who are not like accustomed to that style of deck or mm. mage in general. Yeah, yeah. Well, it takes some. It takes a little bit of time, and you have to, um, you know, you prioritize your your resources. Uh, you kind of learn, you know, what order to play this stuff in, or when to use it on face versus when to use it on minions and stuff. And no, I, I think there's definitely um, uh, a lot of strategy involved with this deck, but lots of fun. All right, fellas. Well, hey, we we just hit the two hour mark. So, anybody have any final thoughts on these decks or any any other tidbits of wisdom y'all want to provide before we move on a little bit to our weekly challenge? I can't wait to jam some even Reno Demon Hunters so that my hero power will cost one. By the <laughs> way, yeah. So we um, our our buddy Keith Keith Numbers uh, that you know world famous wild streamer uh over there definitely uh he he's known for playing listener decks and as a as a fun little assignment we've sent people off to his stream to to get him to play this deck so <laughs> it, assuming uh we we get a report back we'll we'll include it here <laughs> he might ban somebody it'll be great <laughs> <laughs> only time will tell oh, yeah <laughs> Okay, so uh, moving right along, we have a weekly challenge each week. Um, We get together and and we'll challenge you all, the listeners, to do some fun, funky Hearthstone-related challenge. Whoever wins uh, gets a couple packs gifted on us and gets some uh, street cred as well. So last week's challenge was brought to you by... Draco Cat, the the demon hunter expert, and the challenge for last week was to get the highest attack with your hero in Demon Hunter. And uh, so, uh, a couple people I want to shout out here. First up is our our runner up Jordan uh, Jordan MG from the People's Champ podcast. Uh, we do have a screenshot on the screen. Thirty four attack. 34 attack as demon hunter, which is just absurd, right? That's OTK <laughs> right there. Um, I love it. Uh, but Jordan is not the winner. It gets bigger. It gets bigger than this. So There's uh, always a bigger fish. <laughs> so uh, big, big shout out to Ken Ray. Uh, it is now winner in back to back weeks with 39 attack. 
Henry. Holy cow, 39. Damn. Uh yeah, yeah, isn't that crazy? I see uh four copies of Zai the Incredible on the screen and so I imagine there were many 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 um uh buffs played on this weapon here. But uh yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, big big shout out to Kenry 39 attack. Good grief. Uh that's incredible. So great great work. Uh, I will reach out after the show and, and gift your pack. So good job. Congratulations. Congratulations, Kenry. Once again. Once again, yes. So Kenry, uh, somebody's got to dethrone this person. I know, mm. right? Right? I need someone else to win next week. I if, I feel like we're financing Kenry's card collection. <laughs> 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 That's okay. That's okay. But someone give Kenry a, a run for their money. Anyways, uh, what is... Uh, Sheep, what is the challenge for this week? Yeah, so um, we were kind of kicking around a a few ideas for this week's challenge uh, leading up to the show, as we do. And um, Brian had an awesome idea about how he really wants to see a lot of um, work done to uh, refine an even mage list. So... What we uh, are are kind of instituting for our challenge this week is to make the best, and and this is a a subjective, Mm -hmm. uh, one of the subjective challenges. So make the best even mage list you can. uh, Submit the the list in the the weekly challenge channel of the Discord. Um, You can use any of the uh, deck list sites if you, you know, have just a code to pop in that. Um, And then if you don't have the cards... You can still participate this week by uh, building the list on the official um, Play Hearthstone site slash deck builder uh, thing. Um, so if you don't have the cards, you can still participate and try and make that that best even mage uh, list. And uh, it, if even if you don't have like the the initial um, cards, hey, maybe if you win. You'll be able to crack them in some packs. Hey, there you go. There you yeah. go. So this is a little bit subjective. How how will the scoring work? Do we just uh, I, I guess we get to pick pick and choose our our favorites. Um, I'm, I'm looking a, I'm looking for some spice. Bow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So well, either some spice, or we also, of course, have uh, are going to be collaborating with Brian this week as well. Um, into finding what uh, the the kind of most refined or kind of a, a finely tuned even mage list could be. Brian, is there anything that you might uh, be looking for in said refinement? Um, I'm just looking forward to more refined lists because I think even mage could be a little bit better. Um, like the reason why I haven't tried to refine Reno mage or not Reno even mage is because um. I don't have like cards like Frost Giant and uh, a lot of the Grand Tournament cards that like buff hero power stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's why I can't do it. And also, I just haven't had the time. But uh, yeah, I would really like to see somebody get an even mage to work. I mean, if I can get even Reno Demon Hunter to work, somebody can get even mage to work. I love it. I love it. And you don't mind looking at the lists that that come in to to help us uh, pick the winner? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. Love I'm it. I totally. I've like had a total like list right off of tempo storm that i'm running that's like 
top tier, like whatever deck it is. Like say I'm running like Secret Mage or say I'm running Pirate War, or say I'm running like whatever it is. And I've run into a random even mage and they've given me a darn run for my money. <laughs> right. Like it like it has happened where yeah, no, it's me like too. Yeah. And it, they're few and far between, but when they happen, like they happen and they can be pretty good, but we don't see it too often. So I think trying to refine this deck and making this a challenge is a really cool idea because I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great, but I, I think this could be a really, really fun challenge. Let's see if we can make this viable. The fun thing about off-meta decks is that people don't mulligan properly because they'll be expecting Secret Mage, they're expecting Mozaki or something different, and like, you know, Gen pops off, you're like, oh, wait a minute, what does that do again (laughs) for Mage? Is that like, and, and so, and then people don't know how to play around it, right? So it's a... it's fun. I'm curious to see what people put together. I may have to hop in on this one too. Not not that I, I, I don't think I'm even eligible to win, but it would be fun. Um, I've kind of been wanting to goof around with the hero power mage ever since we this new set came out because we've got that new ten cost uh, that does ten damage to everything. The guitar, yeah, Mordrash, the guitar yeah. hero. Yes, yes. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, since we had kind of talked about the. Uh, this challenge um, before this morning before work, I was uh, playing around with a Highlander even mage, and um, uh, you know it was before work, so I didn't have time for a whole lot of games. But uh, played against a Murloc Shaman and totally wrecked shop. Nice. Wildfire on two really helps. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a Highlander deck, so that's that's not going to be a oh, consistent yeah. um, phenomenon, but a. Uh, I was not expecting Koldara Drake to do as well as it did, but it really did. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the... on, on 10 mana, the uh, Koldara does, like, what? Like, if you had Wildfire buff, that's four pings, eight And damage. I also had a Fallen Hero down yeah. um, already that had uh, just barely stuck, and so each one was three. Wow. Yeah. Even more damage. I love it. I love it. The four mana guy that pings all the minions and the face. Reckless Apprentice. Reckless Apprentice. Yeah. Yeah. I had one of those buddies in too. Yeah. Uh I actually think this might be legit. Like this is pretty, this is pretty spicy. I like it. Let's do it. Very cool. Uh, I don't know if you mentioned it or not, but the way that you submit uh, your decks for this challenge uh, you've got to join our discord the link to the discord is uh, it's on our website the easiest way is to go to born to be wild hs.com if you click on the find us page there's a direct link to the discord uh, for those of you watching i'll post a quick link in the chat um, uh, a, it's also the link is in the show notes for anybody listening uh, anyways post your lists in the um, discord there is this channel there called weekly challenges and uh, we we will scour the lists um, from from there, and then we will report back next week. Uh, a couple of caveats um, in order to uh, 
Oh, and you know what? I guess this week is different. I'm so used to saying, like, you can't play against a friend. You can't play against the innkeeper. Like, no, it doesn't matter because this week we're looking for deck lists. So I don't care who you yeah, tested against. Uh, yeah. Challenge. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, but anyways, I mean, yes, go forth and build us decks and report back. I'm looking forward to it. And while we're not going to necessarily go on, like, win rate or anything like that, like, that is not a thing you could you know, present us, hey, I won 10 games with this, or whatever. Like, that's the thing you could do, but that's not gonna necessarily mean whether you won or you lost, but that is something you could use to uh, present your case. Sure. That sure. Is, 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 is good or not. But it's also subjective. Yeah. Yeah, and any and all submissions must go into the official uh, Discord channel. So, um, DMs, unfortunately... Not not really the way to go on this one. So if other people see your secret sauce, they may include that into their own recipe. That is uh, unfortunately a, a, a kind of a pitfall, a, a, a hazard that, that you will have to make. But that also is the collaborative way of uh, uh, hopefully building the strongest deck that we possibly can. That's how um, Hearthstone works, right? You just change yeah. one card and now it's your list. <laughs> <laughs> I was more thinking of the including one card, like the Koldara Drake, right? But I mean, I yeah, know. I'm not wrong. <laughs> I was going to say, put it in Lothab. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. That's odd. <laughs> Jeez. I am still bummed that if you run a quest that it doesn't that Gin doesn't proc because the way that Gin read is, is read, you know, it says if there are only even cards in your deck, well I've got the quest in my hand, it's not in my deck, but but it, it doesn't work that way. Yeah. It doesn't sadly, work that way. sadly. Yeah. Oh well. It's unfortunate. Fill out a ticket. <laughs> yeah, the game—that's a bug. That's not working properly. <laughs> it's not in my deck. It's in my hand. Oh, uh, but the devs have unfortunately <laughs> confirmed that thing. Uh, I tried. Big sad. <laughs> big sad. All right, you guys. I my shot. Well, uh, that that is about it for the show tonight. Before we go, I do want to say a quick thank you to the patrons of our show. First off, Shokunin, thank you so much for your support. Uh, it is always very much appreciated. Uh, you you are the absolute champ and the executive producer of our show. And also a big shout out and thank you to our patrons, Disruptor108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, Aramord, Ben from Work, AJ Gomez, and Number Theory. Thank you all so very much for supporting the show. Uh, for those of you out there who are, are watching the show live or listening to it on a podcast app, and uh, you are interested in supporting the show financially, you can visit our website at borntobewildhs.com. If you click the Find Us page, there is a link to our Patreon uh, with uh, plans as little as a dollar a month. And any support that you give there uh, gets put directly into the show. So thank you very much. If, if you so choose to do that, it is absolutely not required whatsoever. But we do um, appreciate your help. Uh, we also, uh, for those of you who are on Twitch a lot, we do have some emotes that you can unlock if you want to subscribe to us. They're very cute. I like them. Uh, they were done by a very talented artist named Christina Oe, and uh, I'm a big fan. Also, big shout out and thank you to Firestone, who has uh, provided us with premium access to their deck tracker, 
we've had a lot of fun with it. I actually noticed, I th- believe it was yesterday, there was a massive update to the deck tracker with some new features and stuff. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. If you guys want to check it out, um, it is free. There is a premium version that costs two dollars, maybe it's two ninety nine a month, uh, that will remove the ads, but the ads are not bad uh, in the first place. So I would encourage people to check it out at FirestoneApp.com. Uh, Brian, thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's been an absolute blast and really appreciate your time and, uh, your company for people who want to follow your content. Where can they find you? Um, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brian, my Um, if you just search up. ATK Brian O'Brien, you'll find me. Uh, same goes with my YouTube um, and my Twitch, which uh, you can also find my Discord there too. Just search up Brian O'Brien. It's a very unique name. Hopefully, nobody <laughs> starts making alt accounts or something, but for now, it's unique. <laughs> Love but, it. Uh, we yeah, will put should... all of your contact info in the show notes and, and up on our website too. So if people want to find you that way, you can you can visit our website and, and we'll got we'll have all of Brian's uh, links there. Uh, Sheep, where can people find you? Yeah, I am so glad that we got to hang out with Brian with you, Brian, this evening. It was a blast. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, as for me, you can find me around the internet at Electric Sheep City in places where that fits, like Twitch. And at eSheep City, at places where Electric Sheep City doesn't fit, like Twitter. That's the internet for me. Hydra, where around this series of tubes can people find you? The best place that you can find me is on Twitter at Hydralisk underscore HS. Sometimes you can find me on Twitch, also at Hydralisk underscore HS. And another really good place is in our Discord. So if you would like to join the Born to be Wild Discord, please check our website out at borntobewildhs.com where you can come join our Discord. You can become part of um, a really great wild community where we have awesome discussions. We've got deck lists. We just have fun with a lot of friends and co-ops happen and we just we just have a, a great time. So I highly suggest that you come check it out. That's where you can find me at and everybody else in this beautiful crew. Nate Wolf, where can we find you? Yeah, uh, thank you. I'm pretty active on Twitter. You can find me at Nate Wolf TCG. It's N A T E W O L F E T C G. Uh, more importantly, you can find the show and everything related at Born to Be Wild HS.com. And uh, like Hyder was saying, there there are links to all of our stuff. Um, we've got all of our past podcast episodes there, all of our YouTube videos. Um, if you're looking for other wild content creators, one of the things, you know, we really like to support the wild community in general. And so all of the past guests that we've had on the show, all of their links uh, to all of their different social medias and, and stuff, they're all up on our website. And uh, of course, uh, would second what Hydra said about the Discord. Uh, we have an absolute blast hanging out with people and the links are all there uh, up on the website, which is born to be wild hs.com uh, rock and roll. Well, thank you guys uh, for hanging out tonight. It's, it's always a blast. And um, I uh, look forward to hanging out a little bit more at the conclusion of the show to jump into our uh, born to be wild listener series, final match between Corbett and Maxi bond. 
and so, yeah, if you're watching us live, please stay tuned. Uh, we'll take a real quick break and, and jump into that. If you're listening or watching after the fact, check out our YouTube later and we'll have the match there. And uh, aside from that, we will see you all next week on another new episode of Born to be Wild. Born to be Wild.